Welcome back to another episode of the Philosophical Podcast. I am your host, Justin Kristen. Today's episode, I want to talk about what it means to see progress in the gym. The other day, I was talking with a client, one of my long-term clients, and she was telling me about the success that she had outside of the gym during the weekend. And surprisingly, it had nothing to do with fitness. It had everything to do with family. It had everything to do with how she felt with the people that she spent her time with. And it was neat to have that conversation because sometimes we lose sight of what we do this for. So oftentimes we want to feel better. We want to to make our life better. And when we're singularly focused on just the gym and we're focused on only our fitness goals, we tend to lose track on the fun side of things. So if you're always tracking your calories, if you're always meticulously paying attention to every single calorie that you put in your body, what that can do is that can harm us from enjoying the moments of going out and spending quality time with other family members. Because other family members might not have the same goals in mind. They might not be as singularly focused as as you are when it comes to hitting your goals. So if somebody asks you to go out for the weekend and you have this hesitation on, I don't think this may be the best thing for me because I want to lose X amount of pounds or I want to stay on this progress, that mental progress or that mental uplifting shift, that 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 idea that we can do things without being afraid of, of seeing the scale weight bump up. Because even if you do go overboard or even if you do have a, a good weekend, What it takes is just getting back on track right back on Monday or Sunday. And I think it's very important to understand that progress is not always saying no to something. Sometimes progress is saying yes to something. Sometimes progress is saying yes to having that suite with your friend or saying yes to having breakfast with your son or your daughter when they want to go have a donut. And it's not sitting there and and worrying so much about what it is that we are putting into our body as much as it is that this one thing this this small gesture or this 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 moment in time will also pass because our progress what we what we see or what we see when we see the most progress it happens over the course of time so think about from when you were a little kid until now and think how much progress that you have made did you make that all in one day or is it what you did consistently over the course of those days and those months and those years that added up to to having the habits that you have now and when it comes to our fitness journey, when it comes to keeping, keeping, taking care of ourselves, it really does matter to sometimes let loose a little bit, to, to sometimes let, let go of that, that mindset that if I do this one thing, I'm going to fail. Because that same mindset got us to where we needed to pick this back up. And I think when it comes to well, I know when it comes to fitness because I've personally experienced this, is if I go too far one way, it's not a good thing. If I go too far another way, it's not a good thing either. So if I'm too concerned about my calories, if I'm too concerned about exactly hitting exactly on the on the nose my number of calories and protein for the day, I lose fun. It, it, it loses its fun. It loses its, its, its appeal to me. Now, if I go the other way and I say I don't care about anything, it also sucks. It's not fun at all that way either because I don't feel accomplished. So it's somewhere in the middle that we have to meet 
And sometimes it's for people, it's doing six days of really good and one day where it's, I'm just going to relax. And doing that over the course of time, doing 80%, 85% of, of what you need to be doing over the course of time really does add up. Now, that also leads us into, we need to expand our time frame. We need to open up the time frame that we have for ourselves and for our goals. Because sometimes people want to see the progress all in that two weeks or all in that month. When realistically, if you take a year, if you take three years and you do little by little each and every day, you start to build and you start to mold this character and these these new routines that can stick with you for the rest of life. Compared to if you try to do it all in two weeks, you risk a higher, a, a far greater chance of that burnout to where you might not stick to it past that two weeks and then you're just back at square one. So slow and steady is not always fun. Slow and steady is not always sexy, but it's, for most people, the way that I would recommend. Now, for people that have big life events, whether it's going through a breakup or whether it's they're finally sick and tired of, of how they look and feel and they've been feeling this way for the past four to five years, is I would say pushing hard at the beginning is very important because when you do push hard, when you do see that success in, in, the, in the immediate uh, sense or when you get that immediate gratification within that first week to where you might see the scale weight go down is what that does is it can lead you on to adhering to that program that you have been wanting to do for so long. And it's important to realize where you are at. It's important to understand how you feel and it's important to know what you want because I can't tell you as your coach, I can't tell you how you how you want to feel or how you do feel. That's up to you. And it's important to be introspective and learn and, and, and try to understand what our triggers are and try to understand what our motivations are. It's not always easy. I don't always know what motivates me. And as a father, I just know that this sense of love that I have for my son has always motivated me to, to be there when he needs me to pick him up from school or to do those mundane things that I might not want to do on an on an everyday basis if it wasn't for him. And that's the same thing with the gym is if you love yourself enough, if you love the idea of who you know that you want to be, it makes it easier to go to the gym. It makes it easier to keep track of your calories. It makes it easier to to invest into yourself because you have that belief in yourself. And I think that's why I invest so much of my time and my energy into my son is because I have that belief in him. I see that spark in his eye. I see that that never-ending potential that's in his eye. And every time that I see that potential, then as the days go on, I also start to notice how he starts to grasp certain concepts. And it, it's this reward or this feedback system that makes me want to to do it more. It wants me to to explore more with him. It makes me want to invest more of my time into him because I'm so proud of him. And why can't we be proud of ourselves like that? And that's something that I've learned over the past three to five years is I deserve that same feeling too. I get that from my support system, but I deserve that from myself. I deserve that 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 confidence, that never-ending confidence that I have in my son, and I deserve that for myself. Because I truly, in my heart of hearts, I believe in my son. And I've started to believe more in myself. Doing videos like this are very awkward for me. I'm far better than I was back couple years ago, but I'm nowhere near where I want to be. But I I put that, I put that faith in myself. I put that belief in myself. 
And I know I've talked on previous podcasts and previous videos that my main job as a coach is to help you believe in yourself. Because once you believe in yourself, nothing can stop you. Your limitations are, are boundless. You can, you can do whatever. And that sounds very pie in the sky, but it's the truth. Oftentimes, before we even start something, we, we, we don't even give it a, a chance. Going back to the same conversation that I had with, with my client about her, her successful weekend, we also talked about how in her past, she was scared to do something, go to an event because of her circumstances. And it was super scary and it was super uncertain. But if she wouldn't have done that back then, she might have regretted it now. All because she had some sort of thoughts or belief systems in her head that may have stopped her. And I've done that. I've done that with videos. I've done that with podcasts. To where I stop myself before I even start. Because I see people out there like Joe Rogan or I see people out there like Matthew McConaughey that, that have this, this presence and they do a great job at it. But they've not always been that way. They might have had a, a natural inclination to be that way. But they've not always been that way. They've honed in their craft. And that's investing in yourself. That's, that's reading books. That's exercising. That's doing the stuff that you think is useless in the time or in, in the moment. But over the course of time, it actually adds up. It's the quantity versus the quality of life. And you can get both when you invest in yourself. You can get the quantity that you want. And you can also get the quality that you want. Even though you might waste uh, three to five hours a week on exercise... That three to five hours is going to boost the quality of your life far exponentially. And you're going to get that back on the back end. So rather than when you're 50 years old and you it's hard to move, now when you're 50 to 75, you have 25 years of, of better movement, all because you invested into yourself. And I know it's hard to think. I, I think a lot of short-term and I also think a lot of long-term, but it's it's finding that balance of, where they meet. In this moment, do I want this piece of cake? Yes, right now I probably do. But is that going to make me feel good tomorrow or next week? Maybe not. That's the alcohol analogy. Is in the moment, do I want to drink? Yeah. But how many times have you woken up with a hangover? Have I woken up with a hangover and I'm like, that was a dumb idea. But in the moment, it was so fun. So then we got to start keeping in consideration the hangovers. We got to keep into consideration what it means, what we will feel like in the future, how we talk to ourselves now, how we treat ourselves now, how are we going to feel in the future? Because we can't take back, we can't go back to yesterday. But we can start today and we can, we can put our best foot forward today, as hard as and challenging as it is. And it's up to us to realize what matters. It's up to us to, to rank order what matters. So exercise is always going to be up here, but what always trumps that is my son. So if I have to go pick him up from school, it's always going to trump that I make sure that I get him from school or that I have something lined up to where he is picked up from school. So what matters? And that's up to us and that's up to you. That's up to me to decide. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for tuning into the Philosophical Podcast. As always, if you have any questions or you need help with anything fitness related or basically anything related to, to what we just talked about, go ahead and send me an email, justin at philosophical.com, or you can visit the website, www.philosophical.com.